What's up, guys? You are on the air and off the books with Beth Ann and Samantha. And today we are coming on here and we're just going to talk to you guys just about what's going on. <laughs> Everything that's happening with our reading right now and reading in general. The drama in our lives. Just kidding. We won't be talking about that. Sorry to disappoint you. Um, we did get in. <laughs> we have like this little new desk set up happening right now. It's It's actually Ben's desk, but... It's he, super cool, all yeah. really profesh. Yep, he's going to get us a little, um, I know you guys don't see us very often on the camera, but occasionally you do when we have some authors on here. So he's going to get us a little BNS backdrop back. situation happening. Super excited about that. So, so thank you, Ben, for considering us when you set up your desk. Yes, shout out to Ben. Being the best. The real, the real, real OG. Yeah. Yeah. OG MVP. All of it. So it's time to get serious. Get I, <laughs> I read a book. Oh, no. <laughs> the oh, book God. that I have go. read is Fourth Wing. Oh, no. The oh. first book of the Empyrean novels by Rebecca Yaros. Is it going to be a trilogy? I, I hope it's a 47-page series, or 47-book series that never ends. I just, okay. Guys, if you are living under a rock, you haven't heard about this. Which yeah. is fine, because I'd like to live there with you. <laughs> but all over social media, if you are following any kind of book accounts on, you name it, TikTok, Instagram, book, or YouTube, which they call them BookTube, Bookstagram, BookTok, all that, whatever. Yeah. Everywhere you look, this is a literal phenomenon. It has been so hyped before it was even released. And it has had so many four or five star reviews before it was ever out for anybody to actually get their hands on. From all of the advanced readers copies that people got, people were literally falling over themselves for these books. The sprayed-edged first editions that you could just yeah. go into Barnes & Noble when they first released for $25 bucks yeah. are selling for literally upwards of $150 to $225 a book. Yeah, more and, than that now, I think. And it makes me kick myself because I remember walking in to Barnes & Noble, picking that book up, and being like, nah, I'm not <laughs> going to read this. <laughs> and, and now I could, tr- like, quintuple my <laughs> profit. Off of this book by reselling it, like you shouldn't do that. Let's let's be honest. But you probably shouldn't do that. But <laughs> okay, but if you wanted to, you could you could this make is a, how much a you wage, can make. Okay. Like that, but that's how crazy this book has been hyped and people are loving it. Um, there are some booktubers that I'm watching or that I follow and some book bookstagram accounts and stuff that are just now picking this book up. And are still giving it five stars. Their favorite yeah, book of the year. it's crazy. And it is a romanticy, a romance fantasy, right? Yes. And is it adult? It is adult. Okay. I, yeah. Some people were conflicted that it was young adult, but I don't think. No, the main character, she's 20 years old. Um, so, okay, so the book is about a 20-year-old girl. Her name's Violet Gill, And she um, just, you know, living her life. And I think... When you come of a certain age, you can test in to be into these different quadrants of the Basquiat War College. Yes. So she was, she's dead set, like, scribe, scribe, scribe quadrant. 
Like, she's just going to go for the chill section of the quadrant. She's not going to go, like, ride the dragons or anything like her sister. Her sister is a um, dragon rider. So she is just living her little quiet life among her books and all that, you know, just like me. Um, So now her commanding general, also known as her mother... She has ordered Violet to join hundreds of candidates striving to become the elite of the Navarre Dragon Riders. So her mom was like, no, ma'am, you are not going into the scribe quadrant, which is a tongue twister, let me tell you. <laughs> um, you are going into the, the writer, the writers, you know. So Because her dad was a scribe, right? I do know that much. Yes, her dad was a scribe. And she wanted to follow in her father's footsteps, but her yes. mother's like, well, since your dad's gone, I think, right? Yes, and her brother died. Yes. As a dragon to, rider. Right. Yeah. I do remember that much. And she was just like, nobody in this family is going to be any scribe, so you're going to go to this college. But the problem with that is... She she has got some um, sort of health issue where her um, joints disconnect, and she's very, like, brittle, fragile. Um, so she's like... I'm literally going to probably die right away, so goodbye, right. everybody. because I think it's like a dog-eat-dog thing. Yes. Like, you go into this college, and, like, there's only can be so many people picked right. to be dragon riders, right? And if, yeah, if you're weak, you better just bank on dying. Like, because they will kill you for these positions, the, yeah. the students. Yes. Um, so, they have, they have just a few dragons, so that's the whole reason that they go, have to go through these trials because, you know, they've got to eliminate people because they only have so many dragons to bond with the riders. So, basically, everybody is, like, she's now a target on everybody's back because, you know, which I, I guess I don't understand, but I kind of get it because she's, like, the weakest link. So, so everybody wants to take her out first. Plus, she's also, like... The daughter of, like... Of the general. The big the general. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Like She's, like, easy to take out. There's a lot of glory in taking her out because she's... Of the family she's in. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, so you know, the she, little guy. She meets Zayden Ryerson, um, who is the son of the people that killed her brother. I believe it is. His family killed her brother, and then Violet's family killed his Parents, both of his parents, I believe. I oh, might have gotten I don't that know wrong. That much. So they meet, and Zayden is like, "I, you're literally like mine. I'm gonna kill you. So get ready, watch out." So is it like an enemies to lovers situation? Yeah, but it it's not like I wouldn't say it builds super slow like normal enemies to lovers. He's like immediately like. Nobody touch her like she's mine to deal with and then kind of like finds out like how fragile she is. And there's other stuff going on behind the scenes that would spoil the entire book that will click when you read like the last page of kind of why he got attached to her immediately. So, yeah, so basically um, she she gets to what is called she has to cross this parapet and it's like in my mind I picture it as like a big long bridge of like floating rocks okay, so do you want to know what I picture when I read this part of the synopsis oh no <laughs> <laughs> I picture Shrek and Donkey <laughs> to get 
<laughs> to the dragon. <laughs> okay, yeah, I kind of see that. Bro, I'm life. so sorry, but I just cannot like, and all I can see is donkey like. I do. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna picture wine. that. That's funny because yeah, that's kind of that's kind of honestly how it is, dude. That's all I can ever think. It's kind of tragic though. Like reading this part, this isn't really a spoiler because it happens so quickly. But like, everybody's crossing this parapet, and it's so funny because Violet is just like. Everybody's trying to, like, focus on not falling. And Violet's like, the only way I'm not going to fall is if I, like, start spitting facts out. So she's, like, spitting, like, all these rules and facts about, like, the Basquiat War College and, like, the writer's quadrant and the scribe quadrant. She's like, and everybody's like, shut up! (laughs) (laughs) And she's, like, crossing this parapet. And then, like, you just, like, she, like, meets these people and they just start falling off and dying. you're like, what the hell? I thought they were going to be with us till the end. Dude, savage. Yeah, but it's it's really good. I really, really liked it. And then, like, of course, her, her best friend that she had been best friends with forever, um, he is one of, like, the leaders of the um, writer's quadrant when she gets there. And so... He's got a thing for her, um, and she's just kind of like, I don't know if I have a thing for him because I've never thought of him that way. And so it's kind of like, it's kind of like a love triangle for a hot second, but you definitely choose a side really fast because you yeah. see straight through this guy. Like you, you only care about the one dude. Well, you There's only a- care about the. Um, her friend Dane literally only cares about following the rules and, like, making the um, writer's quadrant succeed. And he's like, I don't care enough about you to put you first. It's yeah, always going to be... winning and success yeah. and, like, my job and, like... Yeah, the job comes first. Yeah. And she's definitely, like, second on that list. Yeah, I was about to say, I watched a review... Um, one of my favorite booktubers and she was just like it's not a spoiler to say that like this guy is not it because you can he's written that you can tell that he's just in the way of them yeah like being together or whatever so that's not a spoiler either so I do know about some of this I have done a lot of looking into this book because when I first saw it I didn't think it was romance yeah because it never was advertised at first as romance yeah until it blew up and people were like yeah this is like fantasy romance big time like it yeah. People have compared it to, like, Sarah J. Moss. They've compared it to Divergent, but, like, more mature. I would like, say this is, like, a mature Divergent. A lot of people compare it to The Hunger Games. I did not get that vibe at all. Maybe just the quadrants and the fighting and stuff. Maybe. Um, I definitely got, like, Divergent, like, Dauntless vibes, like, that kind of situation. Um, I picture them all, like... Have you seen Divergent? I have. You know, yeah. like when they're all like underground, like in the Divergent, area. Yeah. like that's kind of like the cave thing, and then they're cave all, like, vibes happening, getting tatted up, and like yeah, looking like yeah, that's shredded out. Yeah, it's like an adult version of that, but like better. And like I, I would say like Zayden is not like your typical. Typical enemies to lovers, dude. Like. He's just going to tell Violet how it is and, I mean, like, also protect her, but, like, also not, like, baby her and be like, don't anybody touch her and she's fragile and 
you can't do that. You'll get hurt. He's like, no, you're coming with me and we're going to fight these people over here. And you might die, but you know what? I'll be here with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what did you give it? I gave it a 5 billion out of 10. <laughs> it's her Honest favorite. review. That's hilarious. And then the um, sequel comes out in which I've already pre-ordered because this whole <laughs> release was a fiasco. Like it literally went within like when it shot off on TikTok, it you can't find ceased a copy. to exist within yeah, like you can't, a day. You can't. And they reprinted it all without the sprayed edges and you yeah. still can't find a copy. And they're reselling them online. For like forty, fifty dollars for just the regular yeah. hardback without, and they're just it's Which a is second crazy. release, yeah. second print, everything. So I told Samantha that when it came out on paperback and I can get my hands on it, mm-hmm. that I would read it. Yeah, like, that's gonna I'll be probably a while. buy a paperback copy as well. That I will like if I reread it. That's what I'll read the paperback one. Yeah, because you have the sprayed edges, don't you? I had. I actually bought a blank or a regular copy from a girl and I had her spray the edges for me. So yeah, I didn't get an OG, but that's okay. But I also want to try to like spray my own edges. I did, however, order the um, special um, US sprayed edge version of Iron Flame, which is the sequel coming out in November. I think it's November 7th. And it's funny because it's coming out the same day as, like, I think it's the Aragon book, a new Aragon book. Oh. It's, like, the exact same day they're both coming out. Dragon books. November 7th, Dragon Day. But I did order the U.S. sprayed version of that, which is just black pages, which is fine, but... She could have um, done a little bit more, I think, for everybody. Well, she said that if she were to do the design, it would have, like, pushed it back, like, almost half a year or more to get those released. Mm, wow. So I ordered that, and then I ordered the UK Waterstones, and those are, like, designed edges. So Waterstones is the, is the you know, that's the secret. You yeah. Know, if you go online to that, and this is off the record here, <laughs> um, if you want Don't special edition this. copies, the UK covers generally are so much more beautiful than U.S. versions. Um, and if you go online to Waterstones, you can find signed editions for relatively cheap with the special covers and things like that on them. Yeah. Um, and there's also... That up a lot. There's also Blackwell's, which yeah. is also a place that free ships to um, the U.S. Not that you need any excuse to buy more books. Sorry for all your husbands and wives yeah. out there. But, but um, you can also... Um, people on Etsy are, like, doing custom, like, sprayed edges, which are really cool. I want, like, all of them, but... It's a thing now. It's a phenomenon in the book world. Uh, Sprayed edges, special editions, collector's things. Um, People, authors are going to self-publishing now, which is a new phenomenon in the book industry. Um, And indie authors are becoming a lot more successful on their own than going through, like, tour and TikTok is, like, like really, like, promoting... Um, Tour, Scholastic, you name it. Yeah, especially, like, Kindle Unlimited authors are doing, like, super well right now because of TikTok. Yeah. Because everybody right now is into, like, the dark romance yeah. situation. And that is, like, all of Kindle Unlimited. But fantasy romance has shot into oblivion. Yeah. It is the thing right now. People are... Um, 
and you have to be really careful if you're somebody like me because when you look up fantasy books, automatic it's going to be fantasy romance. And right. personally, I don't consider that fantasy. I consider it romance, like the bottom, like the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to do a lot more digging online and things to be able to find just fantasy recommendations because usually it's... They call it romanticy now. Yes, the new um, genre. That's the new genre terminology that they're coming out with. But romanticy. Yes, but it's a lot of grimdark romance fantasy or um, right now cozy fantasy is really a big yeah. huge thing. Um, very, very interesting to see the trends and stuff like that and how um, social media has really impacted the way that things have like the pendulum has swung. Yeah, which I think is good because, like, you know, you have all these, like, popular authors like Brandon Sanderson, Sarah J. Maas, um, yeah. you know, that obviously, like, bank every single day, get Dude. all the money. But then, like, you've got, like, these authors that have, like, these great books that nobody knows about because, mm-hmm. I mean, nobody knows who they are. But now TikTok knows who they are and... They're getting all this publicity. Yeah. There are so many fantasy authors, um, and that's one of the things that I was going to talk about today that I've been able to recommend because I've been able to contact some of these authors for to review different books, like the Songs of Chaos series by Michael Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, the first book is Ascendant. We're getting that in, and it's a Dragon Rider book as well. So if you're, I compare this to if you're wanting to read something like The Fourth Wing, but you're not wanting to read the romance aspect of it, this is that series for you. Yeah. Um, it's more um, hard fantasy. Um, it's a little grim. It's about a, um, a servant boy who stumbles across um, a hurt dragon egg, um, and the dragons usually kill off the young that are weak, and he decides to go against all of the laws and save this dragon, and the dragon ends up blind. And he becomes this fighter for this cause, um, and he rides a blind dragon, and it is phenomenal. So that's Ascendant by Michael Miller. And then Ebony Gate just released by Julia V. and Ken Babel. Um, and that is like a John Wick. Um, so it's set in San Francisco, but it's like a girl version of John Wick, but with demons and zombies. And I haven't started it yet. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting through it. And it is also available in our library um, and on um, Libby as an ebook. Maine and South has a copy of Ebony Gate coming in, so check that out if you're looking for something that's also more regular fantasy. Um, So our library is through Dawn, who's an awesome, awesome selector who I talk to all the time and bother about buying all these indie books and publish things as well. And she's getting a lot of these things in. So those are some new books that are coming in to consider. Um, Also, Harbinger of Justice is an indie author that we were able to get in that um, has written another um, higher fantasy book if you're interested in something like that, trying something new. Those are some things that you should definitely look out for because I think sometimes we think that if they're not taken on by these, and these people do get picked up by these bigger publishers over time. Yeah. If But if... You're self-publishing these things and going out on this limb or whatever that it can't be good. Like that, oh, they're self-published, so this is not going to be good quality or content. And it's not true. Um, You have to go and you have to read these things. Um, Yeah. And so we're trying to look into more of those things. Look, Yeah, um, request less popular authors that are starting to become 
well known and but like a lot of libraries don't have because they're just not you know what you would request so definitely look into these books that we're saying now um it's because funny. I think that you will really like them. It's funny because Rebecca Yaros was, like, not that big. And then right, she, she's written books previous to this. She usually writes just, like, contemporary romance. New adult, right? Uh, no, just, like, oh, just straight regular. up, like... I think most of them are, like, uh, war romance stories. Oh, okay. So I'm reading one so by her. So this is her first jaunt into yeah, fantasy. I romance. believe so, yeah. Oh, that's cool. And so, like, I just, I'm currently reading her book in the likely event, um, which I'm going to request for the library because obviously, like, she's blowing up and people are crazy about this book, too. So we need to get all of her books in. But it's funny because she was just so shocked, like, how much she blew up. And she's just like, I'm so overwhelmed by, like, yeah. All of the feedback. I think she's got, right now on Amazon, she's got a 4.9 for Fourth fourth Wing, and it's got, like, 50,000 reviews. Yeah. It's, it's like, I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's a phenomenon. It's crazy. Yeah. That's why I have to read it, even though it's romance. And then another thing, too, is if you've heard of um, Legends and Lattes, mm-hmm. that was originally a self-published book that got picked up by Tor. Yeah. So... The original copies of that that went out are actually his self-published copies of the book. So don't discredit, you know, dig in and really find some new things. Like, um, really, like, roam around and look out for some good authors because these people are putting out some amazing work. They really are. Yeah, I just recently got, which I'm really excited about, this is probably, besides The Fourth Wing, this is probably going to be the book I'm most excited about for 2023. It's called Assistant to the Villain by Hannah Nicole Mayer. And I got to receive an arc of that, which this book comes out in August, um, August 30th. And so this book is about um, basically a girl that she gets a job as obviously an assistant to the villain. Um, So I'm going to read. I'm going to read this because... It says, with ailing family to support, Evie Sage's employment status isn't just important, it's vital. So when a mishap with Rin and Dawn's most infamous villain results in a job offer, naturally she says yes. No job is perfect, of course, but even less so when you develop a teeny crush on your terrifying, temperamental, and undeniably hot boss. Don't find evil so attractive, Evie. But just when she's getting used to severed heads suspended from the ceiling and the odd squish of an errant eyeball beneath her feet... Evie suspects this dungeon has a huge rat, and not just the literal literal kind, because something rotten is growing in the kingdom of the Renadon, and someone wants to take the villain and his entire nefarious empire out. Now Evie must not only resist drooling over her boss, but also figure out who is sabotaging his work and ensure he makes them pay. After all, a good job is hard to find. I think this book is going to be so good, because I have not read a book like this ever. I was about to say, it sounds like she's completely the villain, too. Yeah, she's got, like, trapped into this, like, job with this, like, obviously murderer. This is right up your alley, dude. And it's gonna be, it's gonna be so good. You're gonna love it. It's gonna be so good, and I'm so excited. I'm literally gonna start this book tonight. August 30th. Are we gonna get it in? I'm gonna order it. I'm gonna be like, order in all caps. (laughs) Please! This is the most important book of August. That's awesome. You have to look out for that one as well. I the only thing right now I'm reading I'm I'm starting Ascendant and I'm going to have that done hopefully to be able to talk about it on here. 
And then on our blog, dun, 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 we have a blog. If you didn't know, now you know. Um, khcpl.org forward slash podcast is the blog. And we yes. get on there and we read things that um, we don't talk about on here all the time or we mention and we don't review. And we rate them, give you links to everything that you, where you can find everything mm-hmm. on Libby Hoopla, um, our catalog. And we tell you what we think. Um, some things on there, our fourth wing is on there. We did yes. talk about that today, but if you really want to know specifics um, and where you can get it, it's there on that the blog. It's We also have reviews over Dead Silence. Things um, things that we normally wouldn't read together are on there. Um, Thorn Hedge by T. Kingfisher, that's coming out in October, is on there. My review of that, which was <sighs> the most stunning book <laughs> I have ever read. It literally spoke to my soul. I to it. literally, I have a signed arc at home of it. I loved it so much. Frame it. Put I'm it gonna. in one of those boxes with the lights. Shadow box. Oh. Yeah. It is the, it, T. Kingfisher outdid herself. She really did. It's a novella, but it's a retelling of um, Sleeping Beauty from the perspective of um, the girl who puts the curse on Sleeping mm. Beauty. And her name is Toadling. And she was stolen as a child and raised by Faye. Hmm. It is phenomenal. I I am definitely going to reread it when it comes back out. Um, I'm going to get a copy, a hardback copy and a paperback copy of it. All the copies. All the copies. Um, But that's on there. Um, We also have movies and TV shows that we're going to be reviewing. Um, Tanya has something on there now, who is our AV librarian. She's going to review for us. And then Ben is also going to submit some reviews when he has the time. Um, he is very swamped, but he's going to. And then Justin, our supervisor, our direct supervisor, he's a reference librarian here in ATD, is going to be doing some reviews for us as well and helping yes. me keep up with my reading list. Yes. Because, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, also, I think we're going to be go- going to see the second movie of the Meg. And Beth Ann's read the book. I have. So the trench. Make the trench. And it's here. So we need to write like a co-review on that. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. We yeah. should definitely do that. So get on there and check it out, guys. Um, I really think you will like it. Um, yeah. And you can immediately see our star ratings on there. And if you prefer like reading like Samantha versus me or vice versa, then that's the place you're going to find more tailored reviews without yeah. coming and talking to us directly um, of things that you can pick up that are next without waiting on us to find something we agree on liking. <laughs> yes. So um, I think next thing that's going to come up hopefully is the Murderbot series by Martha Wells that I'm technically buddy reading with Justin, and I'm keeping up, which is shocking. But you are. if you like any kind of science fiction fantasy that book is also phenomenal, and I'm desperately in love with Murderbot. Um, they are the most brilliant robot I've ever met in my life. I love it. So Yeah. I just also read um, A Soul of Blood and Ash by Jennifer L. Armentrout. It's book five of the From Blood and Ash series, and it's kind of like a retelling of... Um, like, the events that happened in A Blood of Ash and A War of Two Queens um, told by the view of Castile, Denier, instead of Poppy. Um, Castile is, like, the love interest of the book. Um, so I thought I thought that was really, really good, and I thought it was cool how she did a book in his point of view but made it 
not like word for word like the rest of the books. Like you got a whole, it was like its own book. It wasn't like copied from a different point of view. Yeah, like so, it's, it's unique to itself. Yeah, you you see a lot of, like, Castile's feelings, and then you get a lot of Kieran, which is the um, second male um, kind of lead character in the book. So I thought that was really good. I give that, like, a 4 point... I give it, like, a 4.3 out of 5, because um, I normally don't, like... I normally don't pick up, like, the books that are told from, like different points of views you know you have like the whole series and then they're like and now book one from this person's point of view and i'm like yeah. oh, i don't want to reread they do that with um twilight and then edward's point of view they read yeah the first book. yeah Maybe they did just... <sighs> twilight i think that was midnight sun i right? brought it up now i have to link it in the description <laughs> r.i.p and then another book that was referred um to me by trisha was The Housemaid by Frida McFadden, which is an author that is super blowing up right now. Everybody loves Frida. Um, so this was about a, a girl that got a job as a housemaid for a husband and a wife, um, taking also taking care of a small child. And there's a lot of craziness that's going on because, you know, you can tell throughout the whole book that there's something, there's some weird tension happening between the husband and the wife. And the wife the entire time just sounds so horrible. And there's like this huge crazy twist at the end. And you guys have to pick that up. If you love Frida McFadden and you haven't read The Housemaid, pick up The Housemaid. There's also a sequel. Um... I forget what it's called. Um, the mm, I don't know. I forget what it's called, but it's a oh, sequel. Oh, it's like a red cover, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a red cover. Yeah, um, dang, I know what you're talking about. People have very mixed reviews on the sequel. They say it's either better than The Housemaid or they like The Housemaid more. So it's like 50-50. I have not read it yet, but I did buy it. So I will be reading that soon after I get done with these 15 arcs that I've acquired. Um, so yeah so many and thank you to all of the um, publishing companies yes. that are willing and indie authors that are willing to order and and send us things yeah. to be able to review on the website and order for the library we are very appreciative of you yeah um, I was very shocked that I got assistant to the villain because usually uh, Red Tower is pretty picky about who they send copies out to so yes was, and you'll be seeing a lot of reviews out. coming up We've scheduled ourselves out so that we can start posting all these things and linking everything. Yeah. Um, there's quite a bit going to come from all of these different things. And hopefully um, an author interview or two pop up from having some arcs requested. Yeah. I know we have one author interview, at least one more for 2023. We are going to have... Um, Hannah Connor. Hannah Kaner. Is it, it's either Kaner or Connor. Yeah. Um, she'll probably correct us, hopefully. Author of God Killer. Which is Chef's Kiss. I yeah. swear you have to. The read cover it. is stunning. Oh dude. So good. So stunning. good. It um, like it the cover just gives me the vibes of um Anne Freistat's book. Oh, what we harvest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I don't know if it's gonna be like that kind of vibe. No, it's it's a fantasy completely, but yeah. Um, I think, is it Elo is the one of the main characters in the book? Elagast, I think is his name. I'm actually not sure how you pronounce it. I'm going to have to look up the actual audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But he is my favorite. He's so wonderful. Perfect. In every single way. If you don't like him, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> so, you're wrong. He's yeah. just like this awesome, like wholesome warrior. And it is just everything. So it's about, if you don't know what it's about, we've talked about it before, but it's about so this um, main character who is a god killer. And her family used to worship the god of the sea. And her family was murdered by the god of fire. And she grows up uh, missing a leg, um, seeking vengeance on gods, killing them because they have been outlawed. Hmm. And it's about this her finding this young child who is tied to a god of lies. And I think his name is Skediseth is his name. Dang, big names. Big names. But he's like a little jackalope kind of character. Mm-hmm. He's adorable. Um, but it, she is trying to figure out how to separate them without killing them both. Um, and she goes on this grand mission to try to figure that out. And I think that Ella Gass and her cross paths at some point. Um, and they're going to this dead city that is ruled, the last city that is ruled by the gods. And um, it is, it's pretty fantastic. It is definitely something that you should pick up if you're looking for a fantasy that is shorter, that you can get through without reading a slog of 1,500 pages. This is that. And it's going to be a series as well. Yes. So next week, well... Next podcast episode, we will be reviewing people we meet on vacation and then the Tea Dragon Society. And we chose these books because we took a quiz. Yes. Saying, which books should we read next? And those were our... Um, recommendations. Recommendations, yes. We'll tell you how we feel about that. You should go to bookriot.com, take yes. that quiz, read that book, then email us at offthebooks at khcpl.org and tell us what you think about your results. Yes, and that's on August 24th that you guys will hear that episode. Yes. And then after that, we have The Whispering Dead by Darcy Coates, um, which is releasing on September 7th. And that is kind of like, it's borderline a novella. Um, For Samantha. <laughs> yeah. And I I have started it. I'm on like chapter three and it's um it's pretty good so far. It's it starts out a lot differently than like normal books start out. It's kind of starting out at like the climax. It's like you're just like kind of thrown into like the fray. The crazy action yeah. that's happening. I'm very excited. I've had this on my TBR for a long time. Yeah. And then we also were able to acquire um an arc of her newest book that's coming out that we're going to review, and we're going to talk about that in October. So yes, that'll be really awesome. Um, we should have that for you to be able to. Like I said, we got some things, man. Yeah. So you guys gotta stay stay, stay on updated. With us. Yeah. Listen in, and we will talk to you guys in the yeah, next coming next weeks. Time. So we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.